Hey everybody, welcome back to Fit Literate. This is Carolyn and you are listening to another detox mini episode. So I apologize for the late upload on this one. Um, this is my third try at recording this. I have had various life-based and technology-based issues the past couple days trying to get this episode to you. So I'm hoping the third time's the charm. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, Now, before we jump into the actual topic for today, I do just want to quickly plug the Patreon, which is how you can support the show and get access to exclusive content. So you probably noticed our upload schedule has changed just a little bit, um, and that's because we wanted to make time in our schedules and our brains to create more Patreon exclusive content. So that's why you're only seeing one mini episode this week. It's because all the other good stuff is over there on the Patreon and you can uh, sign up at uh, three different tiers. You get the same benefits at each one in in terms of the content that you receive. It's just whatever you want to pay to support the show. Um, Now, if you do choose the $10 tier, you get the added benefit of getting a little shout out on all of our major episodes. So if you want to hear your voice uh, (laughs) or if you want to hear your name said by one of us in our uh, big episodes that come out every other Thursday, then you can sign up at that $10 tier. All right. With that out of the way, let's go ahead and get into today's detox topic, which is the phrase, get in shape. So this is a super common phrase when talking about exercise. I personally have heard it in a number of different contexts. So for example, um, often people use it as just like a synonym for physical fitness. Like getting in shape means improving physical fitness. For example, maybe you have and kind of been in a lull with your workouts. You haven't been working out very much. And so you go to a workout class for the first time in months and you notice it feels really hard. And so maybe you say to one of your friends in the class, like, oh my God, I am so out of shape. Meaning you feel like your physical fitness, endurance, strength, et cetera, has decreased since you haven't been working out regularly. That's a really common way I hear this phrase used. Another one is in the context of athletes, like athletes needing to get in shape or get in their, get their athletic performance up to par in order to be competitive in their sport. That's another common one. But in other circumstances, get in shape is less metaphorical and a lot more literal. It can mean using fitness to literally change the shape of your body. Think getting in shape for summer or getting in shape for a wedding or a uh, high school reunion. (laughs) So this more literal definition is actually where the idiom comes from in the first place. Get in shape comes from the phrase lick into shape, which means, quote, to act forcefully to bring someone or something into a fitter, more efficient, or better organized state. This expression originated from the belief that bear cubs are born as formless lumps and need to be licked into their proper shape by their mothers. <laughs> So I got this definition um, and etymology from the website World Histories. So to me, especially because of where this phrase 
came from and the very literal use of it that is still pretty popular and was like the way that this phrase was used to use fitness to change the shape of your body. To me, this phrase can be a little toxic, which is why I'm talking about it on a detox episode. (laughs) And I think it's a little toxic because it equates health and physical fitness with a particular body shape and size. And while this belief is really common and aligns with the general, uh, like common understanding of fitness and body size, you know, that smaller bodies are inherently healthier and more fit than bigger bodies, just because this is the common belief doesn't mean it is true. It simply isn't true and is not supported by science. Body size is mostly determined by genetics, and it is not a measure of someone's strength, endurance, flexibility, or any other aspect of their fitness. Equating these two things perpetuates anti-fatness, it contributes to discrimination of fat people in fitness and health spaces, and it encourages Diet culture behaviors like restriction and over-exercising in the name of weight loss, which can easily go down the road to a full-blown eating disorder. When we use get in shape as a synonym for improved physical fitness, we are making this false equivalence and further ingraining that misunderstanding of the connection or kind of lack thereof, between body size, fitness, health, and also things like attractiveness and desirability. Kim said that when she first tried on the dress, it didn't fit. She literally had to lick herself into shape by taking on extreme and unhealthy behaviors in order to wear this garment for the performance of showing up at the Met Gala. But here's the thing. You are not Kim Kardashian. You are not trying to wear the Marilyn Monroe dress to a once a year, like famous celebrity event. The bathing suits, the summer outfits, the special event clothing that you wear are most likely not one of a kind historically preserved pieces that cannot be altered and must be handled with special gloves, right? In real life, not in celebrity performance art, Clothes are meant to fit the people wearing them, not the other way around. It is not necessary for you to change your body in order to fit the clothing. That's not your job. It's the clothes job to fit you. It's also not necessary to wait until you are a certain size or look a certain way until you are allowed to have fun and enjoy yourself. That is a lie that was made up by the industries that are trying to sell you weight loss products and cosmetic procedures. Your workouts right now shouldn't have to feel like some kind of awful torture just so you feel like you have permission to go to the beach or wear short sleeves or to feel beautiful on your wedding day. And of course, this is coming from someone who in many ways meets the beauty standard. So it's easier for me to say. And while it may be true that my privilege does make it easier for me to fight back against my insecurities and the beauty standards that I see around me, because I'm not at risk for harassment or ridicule like people in marginalized bodies are. But I also know that everyone deserves to wear clothes that fit. They deserve to have fun. 
and they deserve to celebrate milestones in their lives without having to change the way that they look. And this includes you. So if you have goals to improve your physical fitness, that is awesome. But it also has nothing to do with being in shape. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, the only shape you need to be in is the one that your body is in naturally when you are nourishing yourself, taking care of your mind, and enjoying your life in all of its beauty and fullness. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it maybe calmed some of the negative self-talk or diet culture thoughts that may have popped up when you saw Kim Kardashian at the Met Gala or as you've been seeing the uptick in marketing around summer bodies, beach bodies, things like that, because it is that time of year. As the weather gets warmer, um, the fitness industry, the weight loss industry starts to utilize that kind of language in their marketing and advertising. And it definitely can have an impact on our body image and the way that we feel about ourselves. So on that note, you can look forward to some more content, uh, content from Laura and I that touches on this particular type of uh, diet culture media, this whole concept of needing to get in shape for summer or have a summer body or a bikini body. Uh, that's what we'll be talking about in our next couple to a few episodes. So you can look forward to that. Thank you again so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day, weekend, whenever it is you're listening to this, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.